Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bloom the Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. We have a super fun one today, so hope you guys all enjoy. If you guys are new to the show, I am your host, Donovan. This is my co-host, Ashley. Yo! And we have two special guests on our show today. We have Jadalti and we have our longtime friend, Gianna. How you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Yeah, Thanks for really having good. us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're, yeah. we're super excited to have yeah. you guys. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, before we jump into the episode, though, I'd like to introduce you guys a little bit so you guys can tell the audience a little bit about yourselves, what you guys are currently doing. So we'll start with you. Um, what's going on? What you, What's up with you? Nothing, man. Everything's good so far. <laughs> Everything's yeah. Good. Um, yeah, so... Um, Happy to meet you guys for the first time, like, what was it, like, a couple months ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was, like, very genuine, and I appreciate that. I appreciate your hospitality, man. yeah. <laughs> um, so right now, I have a, um, I'm starting a fitness page that I'll put it, I'll direct you to it. It's, we'll, that's we'll leave, good we'll leave form. the links. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's we'll, always we'll good leave, form. Yeah, it's everything's good form. always good form. We'll leave the links for that in the description so you guys make sure to go follow him on that to support the gains. Yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. But yeah, that's what I got going on so far. It's going to be new. It's something new. I've never done it before. So okay. hopefully it's just as good as your podcast we got hey man we're, we're still itty bitty babies, so we got a lot of work to do, yeah, but yeah. I, appreciate I appreciate it. Thanks, that. thanks for the Of course. Invite. What about you, Gianna? Um, what I do, uh, I'm a sign language interpreter. I work out. I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know these people. So that's pretty much what I do. Um, my sign language page, I forgot the actual link. We can just link it. We'll link it. But yeah. I don't really post on there a lot. But I'll do it more. You know, like if, you, if you guys follow me, I'll do it more. If you follow me, I'll make something happen. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Yeah, we'll, we'll jump right into today's episode. We've got a fun one. Uh, interesting topic, I think, and it's going to be kind of about how uh, Christians relate to people in the world, mainly secular people, non-Christian people. Um, there's a lot of stigma around Christians and uh, the way that we act or the way that we're supposed to act to the outside world that don't really mm-hmm. understand what Christianity is. And I think a lot of times we don't take that into account as believers when we're living our daily lives. And that oftentimes leads to a gospel message that isn't very appealing to the secular world. So I'd actually like to start it off with you, Jadalti, because you were telling us your testimony not too long ago when we yeah. were uh, chatting. And it, I thought it would go perfectly for this episode. So if you could give us a little bit of your testimony to kind of lead us into this episode, that'd be great. Sure, sure. So um, I grew up in an um, evangelical Christian church since since birth, pretty much. I was introduced to it. Um didn't know too much about it. I just thought this was life, honestly. Right. And as soon as I was able to kind of figure out what my family was and what we do and what we believe, mm-hmm. that's when I started to figure out the, the habits. So typically what the church was like is um, Tuesdays, at Thursdays and Sundays were church. Mm-hmm. And then Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays and Saturdays were just more for like study. So most of the time we spent at church. It was always being at church. Um... I honestly thought that's how every family was. Right. Yeah, everybody was just going to church. Everybody. So people were like, well, we don't believe in God and we don't do much of what you do. That's when it started, like being in school with other kids that don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to figure out, oh, well, some people are different. Right. Right. So um, after maybe like in high school is when I started to really, as, as my teenage years started, I started to develop, I was starting to figure out, well, you know what? I actually don't even know what I'm doing here. I just attend. It just becomes habit. Right. So um, yeah. I was just like, well, 
if if this is this is how I feel do most people feel this way mm-hmm. but no when I would attend church there's a lot of like worship there so I thought maybe it's just me or yeah. maybe I don't believe what they believe mm-hmm. but a lot of it what I would say in my experience not all experiences but mine particularly is they have um, I have I, I began to feel like it was more motivated by like going to church was more motivated by just habit you just go mm-hmm and the questions that I would try to address didn't really, weren't actually answered from people I asked at the church or like mm-hmm. pastors. Right. So I started to develop this kind of feel that um, it was, I, I didn't really feel belonging there. Right. So that the church would often have things that, um, like answers to my questions that were kind of vague. Mm-hmm. And the things that we had to do, for example, like, um, there's a lot, yeah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like to do a lot of to do lists, right? A very like legalistic, what, yeah, thing. like what you couldn't, what you couldn't do most, everything you couldn't do, right? And nothing that you really, yeah, could. so exactly, yeah, yeah, but things you couldn't do, and and it felt like I was restricted a lot, and that's kind of where I started to really understand. Well, I I do see the good things in it, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things I couldn't do, and it's not. I don't think it was a lot what I because I just wanted to be out. And doing bad things, right? It just felt like I was restricted on every path that I wanted to take, mm-hmm. and this is the way you got to worship Jesus, right? Like there's only one way that you can properly yeah. go to church and properly worship and all right. that, right? Right? And then some. In some ways, I couldn't express it because I didn't know we were reading off the King James version, okay, at church. So that's, first off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's even just reading that here. was difficult, right. and I was like. I didn't even begin to know about the the different versions till much later in my life. Right. And I was like, what? There's more than one? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, so anyway, um, after like, I think I was like 18, 19, I just was like, I'm I'm not in this anymore. Right. I don't, if this is the God that we're we're trusting, then it's not, it's kind of off-putting. Right. It's kind of, it's more difficult than it is easy in the process Right, because of the to dos, uh, you couldn't yeah. do, right? right? So, um, it just more recently, it's when um, I got, I became, I met people where I was working at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I met her and a lot of good friends I have now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she she introduced them to, she introduced me to some of them, and I just saw it was a different view from growing up to a different church completely, right. and right. I was like wow, this is different, like on a different level, like big time. So I thought, well, I was more intrigued than, than what was I? I was like, I'm just, I want to see what you guys. What this kind of Christianity yeah. is, because he yeah, only right. knew one Christianity. <clears throat> yeah. Or right. Christianity. yeah, right. Yeah, so I was like intrigued. I was like, well, okay, let's see what you guys How you guys do Christian. Yeah, how you guys do Christian. <laughs> how you guys do, guys do, do Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I remember... That my first experience there was like, oh, like you guys. I think she was the day that we went. <laughs> the day we went, she was wearing like uh, workout clothes. Yeah, I was wearing like <laughs> we had leggings. We just came from the gym or and something. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and- you're not. You're allowed to not wear a dress. No, she had, <laughs> yeah. and then she had sandals on too. And I was like, Yo, we can't wear sandals at our church. I was like, why? Yeah. She, she looks so just hip. Mm-hmm. But everybody was worshiping. Everything seemed fine. But my kind of huh. my senses were like. This is probably not the right way to worship. Right. She's doing this all wrong, mm. and this is coming from someone that, who didn't even 
participate much in the church I used to go to. Right. As far as like the worship, like actually being with Jesus in a relationship with Him. So, right. Um, yeah. So everything changed. Like the, even the people I met were very kind, like mm. extremely kind. And so I compared it to my church that I grew up for my whole life, and um, right. I was like, these people are so sweet. They're actually genuinely interested. And this is just my experience from that church. So right. it was a lot of negativity. Not a lot of people, not a lot. If you were new, they would address you, but not as much as I did. I got addressed when I went to the that church. Yeah. To um, yeah. the church there. And um, so it felt really nice. I felt really welcome it's mm. probably and comforted. So is it that change of like seeing... <laughs> The, the real love of Christians that kind of steered you towards yeah it made me more? It, it definitely made me realize I was like okay well this is completely new mm-hmm. but I kind of like it I mean you, you you're drawn to it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's that's the goal and that's like, the appeal of the Christian life that I think yeah. we oftentimes lose is the peace and happiness that we're supposed to be able to exude as mm-hmm. believers we have really nothing to worry about we know <laughs> we know God is in control of all things in our lives we know where <coughs> our sins are covered by Jesus Jesus. We know these things, which should alleviate so much stress and tension off our lives. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to show. So it's really, really encouraging to hear that you were able to see that from a church and really latch on to it. That's really special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and I and I'm very happy about that. Just because yeah. I I it, I could have been going off my whole life just hanging out with the people that just did not care for it. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, it's just the wrong crowd. So that's, I think, my... I think that has to do with a lot with the topic today is just the difference in church and Mm -hmm. how, Mm. um, even though he didn't participate a lot in his church, just how they made him feel sometimes with with more legalism or more Mm to-dos. And then the example of me taking him to church for the first time when he was like, oh, she's not supposed to wear that. She's not supposed to do that. Just in the sense of like, um, how most secular or just people who don't believe in God or right. in the Christian God mm-hmm. see Christians. Right. Like, I, I have a group of friends now that I'm pretty close to, and all they say is, like, that most Christians are just super judgmental and very yeah. legalistic and very much like, if you don't believe what I believe, I'm going to shove it down your throat. Right. And so that is what, mm. sadly, that is what Christians have... I'm not saying it's their fault because there are individuals, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's also people how they see Christianity is that. That's mm-hmm. what they see. And that is the sad part about it all because if you say I'm a Christian, you yeah. can barely come to someone saying that without them being like, you're not going to accept me. You're not going to love me. Right. You're going to judge and me. And it should be the complete opposite because these, literally, that's the mission yeah. field. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. what we're called to do is love those people and be mm-hmm. caring for their souls. So Absolutely. I would be interested to hear from both you and I mean we had a similar upbringing but from you mm-hmm. what was your upbringing like to kind of highlight that in your life that kind of um, teaching that kind of helped you live that way um, Well I grew up in a pretty conservative environment as well and mm-hmm. for a long time it was it was pretty legalistic like the churches I yeah. was going to and my parents were first generation believers mm-hmm. so they had come from catholicism and mm-hmm. changed to christianity and so when they were raising us me and my sisters they didn't know what they were doing right. and so they said okay so we came from catholicism and now we're going to try and teach you how to be believers right. and mm-hmm. so they taught us a lot of things but they didn't know how to do it in a way that would 
um, make us like not judgmental. Right. So for a long time, I was right. very judgmental. Yeah, um, it wasn't until like a few years ago where I learned, oh snap, like that—that's not the point. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. that's what people want. People want to feel love. People want to feel accepted. People want to feel <laughs> like they're important and their beliefs and their systems. They don't want to change that. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how that changed, but I think it's just by the grace of God that something clicked in my head that it was like legalism and judgment and like understanding that God is a colorful God. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's a God of diversity and a God of uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something beautiful about his character that I love. That's why we have different races. That's why we have different cultures. That's why we have different everything is because God mm-hmm. is a God of diversity. Mm-hmm. And so if he wanted it only one way, I think he would have made that very clear. Right. So the fact that he doesn't, yeah. and he gives us like he gives us commandments and gives us guidelines and things like that, but the way you can worship and the way that you can love others, be in other people's lives... Mm-hmm. looks so differently in every church in every culture in every mm-hmm. family right. so i think that that is something that's beautiful and keeps people in the search for god yeah. right. instead of just being like okay well this is the the template and mm-hmm. i should follow this because that's not that's not what we're called to as christians right. and we're not that we don't want to be the template for sure <laughs> uh definitely not <laughs> for you, what, would, what would you say i mean i kind of want to make a point like going back like i think it's it's also everyone who believes in anything calls themselves like Christians. Yeah. So that's also the yeah. other problem we have is we're known as literally a group of a whole like bunch of different beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like half the people don't even believe what we believe, but we're like lumped in together. Like, oh, those Christians, you know. Yeah, America is a Christian yeah, country. Right. <laughs> but they're all like so different yeah. from each other. So it's like crazy. Like these people probably mm-hmm. think we're insane because like. there's so much crazy stuff out there yeah Yeah. it's true everything gets confusing when you just put the label of christian on it exactly it really goes back to just like an experience Mm -hmm. like for example if i weren't a christian and um you probably came up to me i met you like at a grocery store simple interaction right you see me at a grocery store and you cut in line you cut in line and then i say oh i was actually standing here this i was actually next in line Mm -hmm. and your response to that I could see you differently. And then if we got into a conversation after for whatever reason, and I found out you were Christian, that just changes my whole idea of like, those are Christians. Right. And, or it could have been just, it just, it just could be completely different where you just address me a certain way. Right. We spark a conversation and then I'm like, oh, you're cool. And then later on, I get to know you more for whatever reason. Because I know this is all hypothetical, but you somehow we become friends from a grocery store and then later I find out that you're Christian but you're not kind of like instilling that you're in not me. living it yeah yeah so mm-hmm. that I think that's what it really should be and I think we kind of went over that in church too a little bit like being Christ-like yeah. where they can see it but you're not actually even saying anything just yet but right. they just feel something differently right yeah. because that's the tricky part is you want to stand out and we're called to stand out we're called to be different Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of Christians, especially on the conservative end, have gone to such an extreme of standing out that they've tried to distance themselves from the world. And in turn, you end up distancing yourself from the mission field and you're 
not able to really evangelize as effectively as you can because right. like you said in the beginning everything's so judgmental and once yeah. people find out you're christian they're like oh well you're definitely going to hate me because i do this this or this yeah and it's like no that's not what we should be you know exuding from our lives what we mm-hmm. should be exuding is a care for their souls and mm-hmm. understanding because we've come from that life ourselves no matter if you were raised <laughs> in a christian home or not we all have a point in time where we were not saved we yeah. have to come to a realization <laughs> that I'm living in the world, exactly. whether you're in church or not, I'm living for sin, not for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's where we can relate with the world is, yeah, I know exactly what it's like to be slave to my sin. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to not be slave to my sin because now I know Jesus. Yep. Right. And I think that's where us as Christians like really fail is when you start judging unbelievers. Like you expect something different from them yeah and then you expect them to listen to you after you're like well you know <laughs> i totally just judged everything about you but listen to me just like even on like a like a personal level when mm-hmm. there's like no um religion tied to it just mm-hmm. being an mm-hmm. overall just a great person that just automatically just speaks to you, you gravitate towards that mm-hmm. because oh ashley's a great person and I like I'm like Man, oh, it's like, I've met, <laughs> like I've met like what is what is different. So that's kind of like what I've met with some people. Like they have this. Uh, some believers have this thing that I've met where they just have like this this glow in mm. them where it just stands out. But you would never know it unless there's like a cross on their on their chain or something, you know. Right. But you would never know that they're believers till like much later or even in their dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to notice, oh, they're different. Right. And I actually have but, a point on that that I want to bring up because I think that poses an interesting question. But before I do, we're going <laughs> to do our little ad for Sparkling Ice, y'all. Make sure you guys tag them in the comments below. We're trying to make that headway yeah. to get that sponsorship. I'm actually going to start running yeah, with that. Thanks to Tori. Yeah, running with. Okay. Got a little Sparkling Ice, guys. Make sure you guys tag them below. Um, but getting right back into it, that makes me like want to ask you guys and kind of start the conversation for this is as believers and kind of having that understanding of how the world sees us, what are some things that we can do to practically put in place to kind of change that stigma of, you know, that mm-hmm. judgment and kind of show that glow that you were talking about where people are more intrigued by our lives and want to befriend us so that we, they can know what our life is like because we're exuding that glow rather than turning them away what are some things that you guys think would uh benefit that um so two different things with believers and then with unbelievers Mm -hmm. so i would say with unbelievers it just comes to what we were just talking about um which is the the judgment Mm -hmm. aspect but that having to be the understanding that you're like okay these people don't have the love of jesus in their heart Mm -hmm. and that has always been enough of a reason for me to just be like okay if i didn't i would there is no reason to not do the things that they're doing and so if they're they're in sin then you just kind of really have to think practically about like okay if i didn't have jesus then why else would i be trying to be a good person like really like what is the reason there really is no other Mm -hmm. reason um i can explain that further if that doesn't make sense but with believers i think that makes sense okay cool i was like i don't know if it does but okay cool but with believers we're actually just learning about it in church today which is the concept of unity Mm -hmm. and i think that this would be great for the christian community just in how people perceive us because even if we disagree on things on like 
the to-do list like our churches are both christian that we grew up in but mm-hmm. they're very very different in a lot of areas right but if we have christ in common that's that is the priority that's what we should be focusing on yeah. so i don't so unity is what we're called to do especially as church especially as christians as a body mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so if we keep that in mind but it really comes down to the individual instead of like the christian label as a whole right so that's why it's difficult because i know we're talking about it Mm -hmm. but it's difficult because it really is up to each individual to choose that for themselves yeah Yeah. so it's hard Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah um i mean i would say more specifically like you mentioned right now Mm -hmm. i think as the individual first because we're not always together as like a group of Christians. We don't travel in packs. Of, I mean, we, we, we are in packs, of, but we, I mean, what I mean is through our traffic of life, right. it's just individual mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel you can make the impact there. Yeah. And there's always, there's always room for growth, especially as Christians. And there's, mm-hmm. al- there's new challenges every day. Yeah. Even the same ones. Mm-hmm. So I feel that that's a good way to start promoting it would be f- within yourself first. Fix uh, mm-hmm. the things within yourself. Yeah. Because I know that from where I used to be to where I am now, there are still some of the challenges that I have to face. Absolutely. New or old. So if my day starts off bad, if I don't start with Jesus in my heart, my day just goes south. So right. I have to... You know, today I woke up a little bit groggy. I woke up, I woke up angry, or for whatever reason, right? You address those things, because mm-hmm. when you start going out to the world, you start to um, produce that somehow. Yeah. And now it's the people, trajectory for you. Yeah, life. and then just, I mean, without even knowing, you interact with someone and you come off rude. You have road rage. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like things like that. So I think it would, it would just, my thing would just be that number one is it starts with the individual first. Because yeah. then, yeah. Even this can turn into legalism, though. It's kind of funny because if right. you're all trying to do the right thing and right. trying to promote Christianity in a more attractive manner, right. then when someone isn't doing that, I'm that that could be difficult. Yeah, I can well, you know? right? Yeah. Right, it goes into it, but like it's always being focused on to you go push it through the grid of scripture, mm-hmm. like what what it's the calling is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably the most important, I, I would yeah. say. I, I want to comment on that, but first I'll pass it to you and ask what you think. Yeah, I think also I feel like they've na- named like all the like practical ways like that we should be doing that. But if we want to be like extra, I think <laughs> the thing that would probably help also a lot is evangelizing. Because how is anybody going to know the difference between all these different religions if no one's telling them the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to be out there like, hey, I'm a mm-hmm. Christian. And I've been evangelizing before. And I asked him, like, oh, so, like, you know, like, what religion? They're like, oh, Christian. And then after talking, they realize, like, oh, wait, maybe, <laughs> maybe we, we're not Christian. We're not Christian? Exactly. Who's not right? right? Am I right or exactly. are you right? So it's like, you're like, just by, like, talking to them, you're like, hey, like, actually, this is what Christian is. And what you might be doing is actually a little different. Because they're like, oh, wait actually i'm catholic or i'm this or i'm that you know like there's a whole bunch of different areas that we Mm. can like help them see if we're actually like trying to share that with them absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. and going back to what you were saying about improving those things in yourself first because i think it's a little bit ironic for us to think that people are going to want christianity if we don't want it 
ourselves. So yeah. I think yeah. we have to start with So we have to start with a as practical as you can and I love that you said that. Starting with our actual genuine love for the Lord. Yeah. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. And I know I have struggled with that in my own life where like I say mm-hmm. I'm a Christian, I do these things and it's like, but where is this coming from? And is it coming from a place of like genuine love for the Lord? It's redirecting your brain to start there every day. But like, I love the Lord and that's why I'm doing what I do. You were saying like, why would I be mm-hmm. a good person if I don't love the Lord? It's like the motivation, mm-hmm. your why has to be because I yeah. love God. And when that comes mm-hmm. naturally to you and once you can say you love God and that shows in your life, then you can actually start to move into that next phase of now, how do I show other people that this God is worthy to be loved as well? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we're, that's what we're really, I think a lot of people get stuck on preaching the wrath of God. They're mm-hmm. saying, well, if you don't repent, yeah. <laughs> God is going to come down and he's going to send you to hell. Instead of preaching the reverse, because, because that is a true statement. If we don't mm-hmm. repent from our sins, we're, we are going to go to hell. But it's, it's a 50-50 thing. It's, there is the wrath and there's also the love. And the love is offered to everybody. And I think we need to focus <laughs> yeah. on highlighting God's love for us. Because mm-hmm. we're still sinners mm-hmm. and we mess up every day and God still loves us. So showing them we're, that we're not yeah. perfect people and that mm-hmm. he covers all our sins and can do the same for them, I think is a much more powerful approach than coming at them with like, well, you're going to burn in hell forever. I think we need to kind of redirect. Like, we have to obviously show that there is a problem and there will be punishment for sin, but combating that with the love of Christ. I think that's super important. Yeah, that's major there for sure. Just highlighting the, wow, that's great. Right, and not seeing ourselves as like, like, oh yeah, like we're Christians, you know, like, we did not do anything to like get this. you know what i'm saying right. like we're not we're not special. the pinnacle like the, yeah. the standard and here read, like, and we're still like so awful like we haven't read our bibles in three months and we're out here like why are you a christian like i just don't get why you don't understand it you know like we just need to like lower ourselves a bit too because i think more people will be willing to listen if you're not on yeah, your high horse yeah <laughs> it's, it goes back to like even advice things like it's so easy for me to tell you how to do something yeah. and then me when I, it comes to me having to put it down <laughs> yeah. it's like i could tell you to eat right but i'm over here eating all kinds of junk do so as, I say, as i do yeah exactly. <laughs> so, exactly but yeah i think it goes back to like your, your it's so great the way you said it. it's just your why yes it's like what it's kind of like why. i want to share something with you that's so big mm-hmm. this is why i live my life the way i do right and mm-hmm. i want to share that with you right because it's kind of like, why would you prevent somebody from not hearing that mm-hmm. you yeah know? Especially yeah. when you really put into context just how miraculous the gospel message is. Mm-hmm. Especially once you really understand the depths of your sin. And, the, you know, the longer I'm a believer, the more baffled I am by the gospel. Because mm-hmm. the more I understand just how depraved I am and how I'll never even understand to the fullest extent how wretched my heart really is. And the fact that there's nothing that I can offer the Lord, but He still loves me anyway. Right. And I think a lot of people think that Christianity is earned by works and mm-hmm. doing enough good things to make God love you. And it's the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite. We have to, we have nothing we can give God. Our greatest achievements are dirty rags, in, as the mm-hmm. Bible would say. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's reversing our mindset to think it's not about what we're going to do for the Lord in, in that regard, like works, because we don't have to do anything and there's never going to be enough good things we can do to earn his love. Yeah. He loves us because that's who his character is, not because we read our Bible and recited a verse today. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what it is. Yeah. So I think letting people know that, 
you know, there's nothing that you're going to have to do apart from, the only thing you have to do is acknowledge your sin yeah. and say, rescue me from this. I believe that you can rescue me from this. That's mm-hmm. the only requirement mm-hmm. for Christianity. So kind of drilling that in mm-hmm. to our gospel presentations when we're evangelizing that, you know, it's not about, you know, climbing this ladder of achievements and, you know, trying to be this perfect person. Right. Because you can easily head that way. Easily. It's just like you just have like these, you go up into the to evangelize, mm-hmm. but you just have like these badges. Yeah. Like it's not even about You're that. You're like, oh, you know? now I'm like doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm evangelizing, yeah. but you don't actually care about it. You're just doing it right and it's yeah. only for huh. others to see that exactly. you're doing that yeah it's eye service yeah and that's mm-hmm. what i say like coming back to the why no matter what we're doing the motivation should be stemming from that love for the lord mm-hmm. and i love in your testimony how that was so apparent when coming to your church and you bring him to church and seeing that the people were there not to just for status quo like yeah check that box off i went to church they were there because they're gaining knowledge and wanting to further their relationship with the lord mm-hmm. and that's such a powerful thing it i love is. that yeah yeah for sure thank you guys so much for coming yeah. on this episode i loved <laughs> having you guys on yeah. it was such a fun conversation and we'll definitely have to have you guys back for another episode sweet if you guys enjoyed this make sure you guys give it a like and uh we'll leave both of their instagrams in the description below so go follow them there um and make sure you guys subscribe for weekly episodes and we will see you guys on the next one